The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. The Chicago Bears are currently still riding their win from the Thursday night football game against the Washington Commanders. We're going to talk about things that point towards this team being able to turn things around with the time left remaining in the season. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot. For everything Chicago Bears related, I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And first up, we're going to talk about, well, overall, this is a list of things that are positive signs for the Chicago Bears that they can turn this season around. And we're going to start right off with QB1, and that is Justin Fields. He is truly starting to put it all together. When you look at over the last two games, over 617 yards, eight touchdowns, only one interception with that said and Justin Fields is starting to not only build that chemistry with DJ Moore that we heard about in the offseason but he's starting to look like a a pocket presence right he's starting to understand when and where and how to get his throws out when he needs to in the right amount of time and we talked about in that game against the Washington Commanders Justin Fields was actually better when he had less time in the pocket right under four seconds when he made that decision he is starting to turn around and become that quarterback that we wanted to see, using his legs to complement his arm, and that's what we're starting to see. He's picking apart, uh, responding to pressure extremely well, and that's not anything to overlook, right? We have not seen Justin Fields really uh, like he has been in the last two games in the pocket at all consistently over his NFL career. Yeah, on some plays, but we've now put together two games where Justin Fields is quarterbacking, right, where he is extending plays where he's moving around in the pocket where he's understanding how, how when he has that clean pocket to use that to go down the field and that is paying off for him it's paying off for DJ Moore and that is one of the things that is definitely a sign of positivity for the Chicago Bears team to be able to turn it around two great outings in a row outside of the fumble and interception that we talked about in 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 uh you know two games ago but outside of that He's really starting to put it together, and him and DJ Moore are ascending at the right time together like we hope to do. Now, it's up to Justin to show that this isn't just a flash in the pan. It's up to Justin to show that this is something that we can start relying on, that we can start betting on, that we can start seeing from him consistently. But at least for just evaluating, right now, the Chicago Bears are, are well, the Chicago Bears QB1 in Justin Fields is really starting to look like a quarterback. Outside of just looking like an athletic freak like he's always been he's starting to look like a quarterback and that is going to show growth now one thing that I've talked about as well is that how this team adjusts to how other teams adjust to DJ Moore going forward is going to be a big part of the story and 
Justin Fields, once other teams start double-teaming DJ Moore to try to take now his best weapon away from him, how he gets and incorporates Cole Komet, Darnell Mooney, right? The other players, other wide receivers, Roshan Johnson, and everybody in that game is going to be hugely telling because they are coming. And they're going to try to take that weapon in DJ Moore away from him. And Luke Getzey and Justin Fields have to figure out how to spread that ball around and make more um, things click for that Chicago Bears offense if they want to continue to look good and turn it around. Now, we talked about Justin Fields. We talked a little bit on uh, Luke Getzey, but we also got to talk about the offensive line for the Chicago Bears with Nate Davis returning in full, Tevin Jenkins returning in a certain amount of snaps, and as he gets you know gears up to be full go, go for the Chicago Bears again, it's hugely important for these two guys to come back. When you look at Nate Davis and Tevin Jenkins, uh, Nate Davis in last week's game allowed for only two pressures, two QB hits, and made a huge impact in the running game. When you look at Tevin Jenkins, in the snap that he played did not allow a single pressure did not allow a single pressure or sack on Justin Fields in his time out there. Tevin Jenkins and Nate Davis are hugely important for this offensive line to be able to have success. And I know while there's some initial, you know, doubts and, you know, concerns around Nate Davis and, you know, prayers up to him for everything that he's had to deal with in his personal life, when he's been on that football field, it's been a difference made. And when you pair those two guys along with Darnell Wright, right, the young rookie, those two guards, with that, with that tackle on Darnell Wright, and if Braxton Jones can come back and get to looking more how he looked in the second half of last season, that offensive line is another thing that seems to be trending up for the Chicago Bears. And the way that they performed against that front four of the Washington Commanders left so much signs for positivity from this offensive line that has been a struggle. We still got some holes. Cody Whitehair, as a, as a, as a center, it just ain't it for me. Lucas Patrick had a concussion, so we don't know what's going on with him. Um, so we're going to have to shore up that center position long term. But at least right now, the offensive line is still trending up in that right direction. And Tevin Jenkins and Nate Davis are a huge part of that, as well as the consistent play that we've gotten from Darnell Wright as a rookie tackle as well. Now, talking about rookies, we also got to talk about how the rookies on defense are really starting to come along for the Chicago Bears. When you look at Javon Dexter's last game, right, he had his best game of the season against uh, the Washington Commanders. And while it hasn't been all sunshine and rainbows for him, or Zach Pickens, right? Javon Dexter is starting to show the, the, the right things and the things that we need to uh, see from him. He had a, a pass deflection. He had two QB hits, right? And so he's showing in what he's done in the snaps right now that he's playing well. When you look at a court, according to Pro Football Focus, he finished last game with six QB pressures, a pass rush grade of 82.4, and a pass rush win rate of 22%. That is nothing to shake your head at. Javon Dexter is starting to come along at the right time for the Chicago Bears. And that defense, like I said, it's starting to it, 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 it's starting to shore up some things. There's still some questionable things with that defense, right? I don't want to overlook that. But the rookies are really starting to show up. Zach Pickens as well, having some struggles, but looking good in certain times. But then you also have to look at Tyreek Stevenson. He's gone through his trials, right? And much like Kyler Gordon last year, um, you know, just really starting off getting picked on by opposing teams. We've seen that. He's had times where he struggled in coverage, absolutely, right? But that Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parties,
parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. High motor is starting to come along for Tyreek Stevenson, him having a really good game for the Chicago Bears in the last game. And then when you factor in that secondary, you're getting healthy players coming back to that secondary as well. Jalen Johnson already been reported. He's going to be back for the game against the Vikings, right? So with the way that the defensive rookies are trending on top of the health, the players you're getting back now from injury, Things are starting to look up for the Chicago Bears defense as well, at least on paper, and let's hope that that continues. But when you look at Tyreek Stevenson, nine total tackles um, last game, five of those being solo, one pass deflected, right? You cannot overlook that as well. And then we got to also talk about, if we're talking about things trending up, you got to talk about Greg Stroman Jr., who came in. He was on the practice squad. He came in. He's gone through his, his, his trials, right? But he's had two solid performances in back-to-back games as well, and he's showing that even when Kyler Gordon comes back, you need to make sure that you're getting Greg Stroman some snaps in there as well. Seven tackles from uh, from Stroman, one sack, one pass de- uh, deflected, one QB hit, an interception. Listen, Greg Stroman Jr. is looking like a potential monster for the Chicago Bears team, and he's a big reason as well, as long as with the improvements and the players were getting back healthy in that secondary, while things may be trending up for the Chicago Bears sooner rather than later, and you cannot take any of that away. Now, of, of course, some signs for concern and positivity with the coaching staff. Luke Getze has been, has called two really good halves in two games back-to-back. First halves in two games back-to-back. Second halves have left something to be desired for from the execution standpoint and, and from the, the play-calling standpoint. But like I said, with that Washington Commanders game, I'm giving him a little benefit of the doubt just because of how we lost almost every running back in that game and it seemed like a game where we were starting to get that running game going a little bit more right before Khalil Herbert went down. We had already lost Roshan Johnson at that point, so I'm going to give him a little bit of credit for that, but he's he's called two really, really good first halves in back-to-back games. Let's hope that that's going to come around. Again, I'm still not in on, on Luke Getze saying like he should stay here as this offensive coordinator long-term for the Chicago Bears or anything like that, but I do, I can acknowledge that there are some signs of positivity from Luke Getty and his play calling. And he's making the most out of it, even after, you know, uh, Khalil Herbert, Travis Homer, and Roshan Johnson all went down, bringing in full Bakari blasting game to come in as the halfback at that point. And, he's, and he got creative in that in, in, a, in a little bit, right? But when you lose three of your, of your halfbacks, it's kind of hard to do that in. But like I said, got to acknowledge the, 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 the growth that it seems like is coming from Luke Getty as well. I don't know if it continues or not, but let's hope that it does because there's some things to show that that's trending in the right direction as well. Now, Matt Eberflus, and overall, one of the biggest negatives and signs for concern from this team is the halftime adjustments. Right now, we have not been a team on offense or defense. It seems like it's really adjusted well at halftime, whereas other teams have really adjusted well to us. That's something that I want to see kind of get shorn up for the Chicago Bears as well. If they can do that, you know, some things may happen. So, 
no, we'll end up seeing what happens with that. But overall, I really do feel like the, the Bears are trending in the right direction. Like I said, the offense is on a roll. Offensive line with all the changes and, and lack of continuity that we've had there, that continuity seems to be coming um, a little bit more for the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields, DJ Moore are absolute dogs and are, are trending up in the right way. So, you know, we, we we got some things that we need to work out, right? Where they're, they're, in no way am I saying that all of a sudden the Bears are going to be this team that absolutely turns everything around for the season because, listen, starting off 0-4, it's really tough. That is such a hole to dig yourself in as a franchise and team that it's kind of hard to come out of that, right? But if the Bears, you know, and, uh, you know, it depends on how you view it, right? How you view what needs to happen for the rest of the season. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. And the Bears, they can only take it game by game. They need to improve as they as they can improve. And, you know, it is what it is when it comes down to it. But listen, I'll tell you what, when it, when it comes down to it, the Bears are, are, are looking better in a lot of facets, a lot of different areas. We need to get healthy. As this team gets more healthy, those trends can look even better. The Carolina Panthers are still looking like absolute garbage, right? Uh, so, you know, it seems like that pick is going to be a high pick for the Chicago Bears. But if they want to compete in this division, We've now allowed the Detroit Lions to build in enough of a buffer in that division where it's going to be tough for the Chicago Bears, right? And the Detroit Lions is, you know, I made fun of that clip that came out from uh, David Montgomery and the Lions saying they want to set the tone in the division. But, hey, for what it's worth, they've, they've basically done that right now, right? And, you know, uh, when you look at them, they're 4-1 in the division, right? The uh, only team that has that's even close to them is the Green Bay Packers, and they're 2-2, two two, right? So, you know, we'll see what can turn around for the Chicago Bears right now they need to focus on themselves they need to focus on getting healthy they need to focus on execution and shoring up some of the things tackling still a huge issue for the Chicago Bears team let's hope that that gets fixed as well you know you now have injuries we know Khalil Herbert's going to miss some significant time for the Chicago Bears as well that doesn't help us in what we're trying to do so you know we'll see man we'll see what happens uh, we got rid of Chase Claypool, who was inactive against the Dolphins. It's one week, so maybe, you know, that's it. But he started off with them being inactive as well. But, you know, we'll see what happens with this team. But let me know, what are some of the signs that you guys are, uh, see as trending in the right direction for the Chicago Bears? What are some signs that you still are concerned about when it comes to the Chicago Bears and their most recent games? Let me know all that down below. But otherwise, make sure you're following the show at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Chicago Bears Central gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag that goes down on Fridays and Saturdays, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And like I like to end every episode on, shot town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.